Hi, I'm Kelsey, a mental health professional and outdoor enthusiast obsessed with helping stuck individuals live more authentically, heal their mental health, and play outside more. I'm a Midwest gal who grabbed a 60-liter backpack, laced up her hiking boots, and turned a quarter-life crisis into a quarter-life comeback. I teach you evidence-based ways to overcome the beliefs and behaviors that are holding you back. Not one for small talk, psychology, spirituality, and honest conversations about both the triumphs and tragedies of life are all topics you can expect on this show. So grab your headphones, get some fresh air, and prepare to ponder deep. Rooted in curiosity, resilience, and abundance, this is Evergreen Thinking. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today I am bringing you another live coaching session so that you can get a little taste of what mental health coaching looks like with me. A quick reminder, mental health coaching is not the same as mental health counseling or therapy. Even though I am a therapist, in this interaction, I am not her therapist. I am her coach. The main difference, really quick, between therapy and coaching is that therapy is most appropriate for clinical mental health issues that may warrant a diagnosis or symptoms that are more significantly impairing your life or for something like processing trauma. It is based off of a comprehensive medical model, is relatively standardized based off of the a clinician's theoretical orientation and is regulated by a licensing board. Typically, you're going to do at least 10 routine sessions to get an effective outcome. I offer a unique approach to therapy for residents of Indiana that feels less stuffy and clinical and more personal, cozy, and down-to-earth while still being evidence-based and very effective. I include outdoor walking sessions, hiking sessions, and and sessions in my cozy downtown Indianapolis office, as well as virtual sessions for people throughout the state of Indiana. Coaching, on the other hand, which is what you will be listening to on this episode, is more like peer-to-peer mentorship and is best used for specific issues or short-term situations in which you would like some direct guidance, such as big life transitions or mindset shifts. Coaching is not regulated by any governing body, really. Therefore, it's a little bit like the wild, wild west out here. You tend to get what you pay for. Um, But, you know, I have a therapeutic background that I think can be a really helpful asset and just provides background and skill sets that I bring to the coaching experience. Coaching is more of a mutual dialogue, it's more directive and involves advice, and the coach can even share parts of her own story and experience if it would be helpful to the client. I offer remote coaching nationwide. Some folks do just one session with me, while others do more of a package or recurring sessions. And that's kind of the quick and dirty difference between coaching and and, uh, counseling. 
So let me give you a quick little context to this conversation and then we'll jump in. In this episode, you will be a fly on the wall while I meet with my friend Lauren, who I actually knew from high school. She is 30 years old, a single mom, a military veteran, a former bodybuilding figure competitor, and really one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet. She has a really cool story, um, and it's just been really awesome to get to know Lauren more in this capacity. She's been experiencing some big life transitions, including exploring her career path, leaving her college program, and some of the topics Lauren is exploring includes what to do when your community changes or when people close to you don't approve of all of your decisions, how to lean into your own interests, your own dreams, and resist people-pleasing along the way, and how to navigate being a content, independent, single woman amongst, amongst a community and a culture that insists we need a partner in order to be complete. Juicy stuff, I'm telling you. Lauren has been doing a ton of personal growth and development work. You'll be able to hear it in her voice and the things that she says. And this episode really is a good example of what someone who is in more of a maintenance stage might get out of working with me. You'll notice that so much of the wisdom in this episode is drawn from Lauren to Lauren. And I'm the one who gets to facilitate and draw that out and affirm it in her. It's one of my favorite parts of my job as a coach is that I get to affirm that she is on the right track, that she has been making progress, that she is really killing it. And I just get to be her ultimate hype woman. I think much of what we talk about will be relatable to you too. So take a listen and I hope you enjoy. Tell me a little bit about um, like what's going on and how I might be able to support you. Yeah. So um, I guess when I eventually or originally like signed up to do this coaching, I feel like I've been through like a lot of different life trans- transformation in my life, like different, just different doors, either closing or opening. And so I feel like there's like a lot of shift, not only like personally, but just kind of like everywhere else around me. So I just kind of wanted to navigate through that just to see, like, I guess an outsider's perspective and kind of like stepping into this new, I guess, stage of my life. (laughs) And so I guess starting out, um, I'm like, I'm moving. I'm so I'm, um, but I'm not moving far away. I'm just kind of like starting over in a way with that. Um, kind of becoming financially free. Like I'm going to be debt free after I sell my house and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of good things, but then also with that, just, um, and then walking into trying to have a roommate and, um, I know, I guess, a lot of, a lot of different shifting, but then with that shifting, there's also been a lot of doors that have been closing, like with certain family members that don't, aren't really a part of my life anymore. Um, and kind of just stepping away from some of that, not ongoing trauma, like cycling, but a lot of just, I guess, either behaviors and just maybe even some, others mindsets that don't really fit like where I want to go with like steps I want to take in my life. And so I'm kind of like in that shift 
part of my, of my time, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, that totally makes sense. It's like, I mean, it sounds like a lot of your like community is really changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Cause even like before, like maybe about a year, year and a half ago, I was like really involved in the church. And so I had that community, but then that's also shifted to just from kind of stepping away from that, that atmosphere. Um, and then kind of trying to find what I guess community really fits me. Um, cause I've also, I've signed up to, um, do a yoga teacher training to, to I don't know, I guess become like a little yogi teacher. I don't know. Cause I've kind of really been focusing on how my body feels and like what feels good with my body, not only like nutritionally, but also just, I guess more like, I guess it's not like working out, but just kind of being more in touch and growing on that side. And then just in that community that I've stepped in, I've seen how it's helped other people. And I want to be a part of helping people in that kind of way. And so like a lot of, a lot of like good things in shifting, but like also I've also with that, I've also stepped down from going to school. I've just sent away or I sent an email last week saying I'm not returning this semester. So that's kind of like a little scary thing. Cause it, that's always been something I felt like I was doing for my parents approval or like family's approval. Like, Oh, you know, you gotta get a degree in order to be successful and all that stuff. And then I feel like I've been around a lot of people, um, and look up to a lot of people that, are successful and don't have a degree and love what they do. And so I'm kind of taking that leap. It's a, it's like a little scary, but I'm just like, I'm going to do it. Like, I feel like the time right now is to do that, but also just kind of learning what now that new support is going to look like because not everyone is supporting that, that has been in my life. Um, and so, yeah, just a lot, a lot of changes. And <laughs> Dude. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. And I want to just like really encourage you because 100% like I really believe that you do not need a degree to be successful. Like it might yeah. be like harder or it might look different, mm-hmm. um, but that is like a little soapbox I could be on because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just like, I've seen that. I feel like when I was a school counselor, that was something that I was constantly like navigating like parental expectations with their yeah. kids. They're like, you know, my kid has to go to college or like, there's so many different things. And also like, like you're in the military, like that usually yeah. <laughs> like, like that was not easy um, mm-hmm. like doing that yeah. journey and like you have so many skills that you gain from that experience too. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and sometimes like, I feel like I downplay, I guess that accomplishment accomplishment of being in the military. Cause I'm just kind of like, Oh, like, but I mean, it was a good experience and it taught a lot, a lot of like leadership skills and like a certain type of leadership you don't want to be, or, you know, or how you want to handle certain things too. And also like, you just, you gain a lot of, I don't know, you don't realize how tough you really are with certain things. But then also, you know, you do realize like, okay, like, you know, like when I decided to get out, it was just a lot of it was because I chose to make sure I was able to stay home and have a little bit more control over my life because, um, I have my son, my three-year-old son, but, and also the, the job I was doing, like it was fun, but it was also very stressful and that stress, 
like a lot of people don't like realize not even just military jobs, but even outside jobs. Like if you don't know how to manage certain stress or you're not doing things to alleviate that stress, you bring it home and then it affects your home life. And, and then like really your health and your body, like I saw effects of all kinds of stuff like that, just the mental toll it takes. And so stepping away from that was a very good decision. Some people, you know, at the time were like, why would you leave that security and that money and blah, blah, blah. But like, it's not, like you got to make decisions that are going to be more than just how much you make in a paycheck. Cause that does not make you happy at all. And then I guess it's the same thing with even walking away from school. You like, just cause you have a degree doesn't mean that you're going to be happy with it or that, that job that may pay well, you're not going to necessarily, I don't know. I mean, it, it could lead a whole lot other problems. And so I'm trying to take that direction of doing what, I feel like is making me happy and overall brings a lot more joy and fulfillment in my life than, Oh, how much did I make on this, you know, payday kind of thing. I mean, obviously, you know, you've got to pay the bills, but, but also like, I'd rather, I don't know, make a little less, but then love waking up and going and doing what I'm doing every day. So we're kind of start, or I guess I'm starting that journey into that direction a little bit. Yeah. Well, and that's like so brave too, because yeah, like, so many people are like, oh my gosh, you're crazy for doing that. Or like, this is yeah. not what we, like, this is not the norm. This is not what we yeah. usually do. Like, it's kind of like, I, it's funny. Cause I think about like a version of you, like a longer time ago. And I feel like you would not have, like, you wouldn't have gone against the grain like that. Oh yeah. No, I was a very, I mean, people pleaser. I'm sure we, we all were back in the day too. Cause we're like, you know, what's being an individual really mean? We're like, we just want everyone to like us and think we're good and all that kind of stuff. But even going against the grain and being an individual still means you're a good person. You just, I think, you know, the just changing of generations, I think during our time and then a little bit on, like, it just we're that change that's starting that that's not just doing what our parents did or grandparents did and following those traditions and all that stuff and because i don't I, I don't feel like some of that stuff works for these times anymore i feel like it's important to acknowledge that and not just be like we're just going to copy and paste everything that we want to do like but like I, I just i don't think that's always the right way to do it like maybe for some things but not like everything because it just i feel like when you do that then you close off a lot of experiences and just opportunities that could grow from going your own way or, you know, choosing, choosing a whole different path than what, you know, everyone else has done it before. Yeah. Well, and like you are so unique and you have like your own unique, like gifts and story. And like, there is that generational piece too, where I feel like, like our parents' generation more, more so would like get a job and work mm -hmm. that job, like that exact same job until they retire yeah. or at least like in the same industry until they retire. Yeah. Whereas like our generation people like, okay, we're like 30 and people mm -hmm. are like already on their, you know, second like, career, like yeah. third, fourth career at this point. Yeah. And even like with the stuff I've done and changed, like, I'm just like, I, after a little bit, like, it's not like, I hated like what I did or, or like, you know, being in the military. Also, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of done with this chapter. I'm like, I'm kind of bored of it. Like I want to try something new. Like you have this whole long life, like why not explain or not, why not experience the different things that are out there to, that offer that are offered to us instead of just kind of just staying on one little tunnel vision. Like, I feel like we should 
Oh no, just really. And I think a lot of that is just becoming to really know yourself too, because also in different ages and different seasons, like things change and things shift to, you know, maybe this works better for my lifestyle right now, or, you know, and that kind of thing. And I think it's important to make those changes, even though, yeah, like, but I think also it's important when you do make those changes, you can't compare it to what it was before. Cause it's going to be different the, in all kinds of ways. Like, you know, the workload, the, the stress, the money and all that kind of stuff. Like you can't compare it. You just be like, Hey, am I still happy with what I'm doing? And if that answer is yes, I feel like, okay, keep doing that until you'll get to that next chapter. And you're like, okay, now I'm shifting to this. And I think that's really important to, to do. And I think it takes a lot of courage to make that shift as well. It does take so much courage. <laughs> like what has been like the hardest part of like leaning into that and really like going the direction you want to go rather than like maintaining the status quo? Um, I think some of it has been like the loss of certain friends or community that I thought I had, or even like family, um, just by not doing what would, what they would think I should be doing. Um, and I feel like that's happened in a lot of like different seasons. Um, like with the military it was a little different cause it just, you kind of like leave and then you're but a lot of that, like there was a lot of like guy friendships, but you know, if they're still still staying in you know, they move and get stationed in different places. So like just people just, whether they want to or not, they distantly just grow apart because they're just made to. And then like other communities, um, like when I was in the church community, like I was like really, really, really involved. But then at the time there was like other stuff going on, like within my family, with my child and all that kind of stuff that I had to take a step down. And because I, I made that decision to kind of prior, prioritize my mental health at the time, cause it was not good. And just like the stress level, I like, I felt like I was just kind of forgotten about a little bit. Um, and, and, you know, and I'm not saying like, that's, any, anyone particular, and you know, cause things got to go on, you know, whether you go, um, if you leave somewhere or not, but I just felt like some of the people were not in, did not stick around. Like they kind of made it out. Like they would always be like your friend or even just someone that was there to support you kind of thing. And, um, so I, I feel like that's been the hardest. And then even with some family, family members lately, I feel like because I made certain decisions and and maybe it's not all right for what they think I should do or whatever, but I feel like it's just sometimes when you, especially when you are a single mom and have a child, like you have to make certain decisions that are best that fit your family, especially when, you know, and I'm not saying you have to have someone like a spouse or anything to be successful, but like, I don't have someone kind of like watching out for me like that. So I have to make harder decisions that people that maybe do have that to understand that, Hey, like, this is what I got to do. And I'm sorry. It doesn't fit your playbook, but I have to kind of make that, make that change. And so I know that my family's taken care of. And so I can create a lot of, I guess, stress and, you know, unwanted like feelings from other people and me and all that kind of stuff. But, but yeah, so just navigating a lot of, a lot of that currently at the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, how do you, how do you deal with like it sounds like with what you were describing um with like making decisions that are that are best for you even if other people think they know what's best for you I feel like that can sometimes cause us to feel really like misunderstood by other people yeah um, how do you like navigate that like how do you deal with that um like at first 
I think like when I first started making certain changes, like even a year ago, it was like hard. And I feel like I took it a little more personally, just like it would make me really sad and all that kind of stuff. And, or I kind of took it as more maybe of a personal thing. They were, you know, maybe not being my friend, but sometimes it's not even personal. It just, you know, people go on move on and continue on with their, their life and stuff. Um, but I think like over time, of just kind of making this decision and kind of like that practice of just things lately. My life has just been like one decision after another to make this change. You just kind of eventually get to that point where you're like, Hey, like I'm happy and and I'm going to bed happy. Like this is, and and I'm fine. And, and if they aren't being supportive or if I don't have the same life that I had a year ago, like I'm still, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. Like, so it just, I think it's also bringing that gratitude into it and also just keeping that focus on like, Hey, like this is where I want to be. And I know these steps are taking me in that direction and just staying confident, even though sometimes you don't feel confident when you're doing it, just kind of like, I don't want to say you have to fake it till you like make it or anything like that, but like kind of just, it's almost like you've got to practice that, that confidence over and over and over and over until eventually like I feel like I'm slowly getting into that point where like, Hey, like I believe in myself and like, and just really establishing that good self-talk and encouragement. Cause you not all the, I mean, I do have that good set of a couple of people that are really encouraging and supportive, but like you also have to feel that for yourself too. Cause they're not going to always be standing right by you and saying, Hey, go, go, go. You're doing it. You know, you gotta, you gotta be that own co- coach and cheerleader for yourself sometimes. Yes. Wouldn't it be so sweet though, if we had like a little person <laughs> following us around all day, it's like, like a little shadow, <laughs> you're like filling up your water bottle and you yeah. like to the edge without like spilling over. And that person's like, yes. Yes. Oh no. Sometimes I feel like that when my, when my son's around and he's like following me and like, well, it's more like mommy, 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 mommy. I'm like, you know, you think you want it until you have it. And then you're like, all right, I need some silence. <laughs> That's so true. Oh my God. I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, no one else, that's the thing is like, no one else knows like what is like what you need more than you know. Mm-hmm. What you need. Yeah. But pe- a lot of people think they know what we need because maybe they knew us in a different season or like yeah. they know us to like a certain extent, but. Yeah. And, and I've, realize too sometimes with that like some people hold on to that certain version of you that they've always known and then when you start changing they don't see it as a good thing even though it's not like you know it's not like i'm being like hey i'm gonna just go do drugs or something like that like hey i'm trying to make these life changes but then they see that as a negative thing even though it's still a positive thing just because they're they have held on to that version and that person that they know of you and not like this new person you're becoming you know what it makes me think yeah. of is like, um, okay, you and like, okay, every person in your life that you have a relationship with, whether it's like a friend or family or like someone you're dating or whatever, like yeah. you and that person have like a dance and mm-hmm. it's like, if you and like one of your friends have been doing like the tango for like yeah. 17 years and then all of a sudden you start like throwing in like hip hop moves <laughs> and, and then that person's going to be like, 
what the heck, Lauren? Like we tango, we don't, we don't crumb. Yeah. We we don't like pop lock and drop it. Like, why are you twerking on me right now? This is like proper ballroom dancing. And, And, but it's like, you're, you know, you're like new moves aren't bad, but they just, when someone's used to, this is how we operate. Like mm-hmm. I am the assertive one and she is the, you know, go with the flow one or whatever it is. Like these are our roles. And then when you yeah. start to adjust a little bit, then that other person is like, what the heck? Like, why are you, why are you mixing things up? Yeah. But also it's like, you ha- you have to change things because you can't, you can't do the same thing forever. Like I think we're meant to change and grow and, continue on and I think other people too but I think they're also sometimes you just like I, I like I've heard someone say you know like you're everyone's running their own race and then sometimes like the people that were running right next to you aren't going to be running next to you anymore sometimes they're going to be you know way ahead of you or they're going to be behind you and you know and sometimes people that want to stay with you but you, you shouldn't drag, you shouldn't try to drag them to a place that they're not ready for, or that they maybe don't even want to go. And, um, and so I think that's important to realize too, that it's not, not a bad thing. It just, I think also it's us learning how to adapt to that changes, um, you know, in, re- in relationships or, um, just our life and all that kind of stuff too. And like accepting the right, this is, this is when the doors opening or closing, like we just got to keep going and, and stuff. And I think in anything that either ends or, you know, begins, there's always going to be that little uncertainty that you have to like walk through before you like, and they're like, all right, like, I know where I'm at now. Like, you know, you feel confident, you know, just like when you like me, I'm moving, like, you know, when I remember when I first moved in this house, like, I, you know, I saw it, I loved it and I was doing it. But then like, once it got set up, I was like, my front door is like so far to get to my room. And I left my shoes and you just, you know, you got, you got to get used to it. But then now like once you get used to like that new place where you're at, you're like, Oh, like, you know, where everything's at, you know, which door creaks, you know, like, I don't know. And, you know, but then now like me now I'm moving and I'm going to get used to that whole new layout, like, you know, where I'm putting my stuff and, you know, it's not gonna be familiar, but eventually you're going to get comfortable where you're at. And, you know, and some, some people may be there with you or they may not. And you just have, but you know, it's a new place and not everyone is supposed to go to every single new place in your life um, that you want to go to. Yeah, that's so true. So, okay, one thing I'm really curious about though is that like you um so you um what's it? Oh, so you said like you're interest you're doing this yoga instructor mm-hmm. training. Is that kind of like what direction you're headed into next? Like what do you think is like next for you? Um so I think um cuz I start like those classes next weekend and then it's like an every other weekend thing until the end of november and then i'll be i guess a certified 200 hour yoga teacher coach person or even just even even just like i guess deepening like your practice a little bit more um so i think what what all kind of like started was like a couple weeks before i started going back to like the um the hot studio with yoga and all that um me and uh my like best friend, we were going to just random beach like events with yoga and like just finding them like on Facebook or Eventbrite and I'd be like, Oh, they're having like a early morning yoga. Let's just show up and go. And so we started doing that a little bit. And then I don't know, I just really liked it and how I was feeling and just like, and also just kind of like got that spark. Like I could do this. Like I would love to like bring people together and do that kind of thing. And so then I started going to the hot yoga studio, not even any attention of like thinking I was going to ever try to 
be interested in teaching or get a certification. But then they like announced like, Hey, this fall semester is like coming up. And I was like, I feel like this is just a sign. I feel like this is a sign in the right direction. So you know what, we're just going to jump into it. And so then signed up and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so then I start that next weekend, but I don't know. I just, I felt like, well, I mean, like a long, long, I mean, I mean you know, from like way back in the day, like when we were on like a little dance team thing, like, you know, like I always liked just having that kind of community and kind of, I guess, teaching, coaching, leading a little bit or whatever. Um, and, and stuff. And then even like when I used to do like bodybuilding stuff, like I, for when I was doing that, I really wanted to do something like in fitness, but I, at the coach I had at the time, like I mentioned it and he's like, Oh, you wouldn't last in this. Like you're just too timid and all this kind of stuff. And so like for a little, like a long time that actually did like kind of stick with me, like subconsciously. It's not like I always thought like, Oh, my coach said this every time, you know, I want to try to teach or do something. But, um, but then I was like, got to start doing the yoga. And I was like, you know what? I could definitely, I could do this. Like I've, I've, taught in front of a group of people before like you know physical stuff like not anything like hard necessarily but like I don't know I I remember during those times like that was the happiest I was whatever I was doing in that and so I was like you know what I want to you know kind of take this up now like I'm 30 now like I don't want to keep wasting my time like you know I'm just gonna try it and you know what if I fail then I fail but at least I say hey like I got it and I tried it and I don't know I just want to be a part of a more physical community in some type of way and stuff and you know and you meet all kinds of different people and all walks of life and you know we're all like a little little hippie hippie-ish you know sometimes too and you know just I don't know I just feel like you know they're all have that same mindset I think like the mindset is very important to kind of be around very similar similar people too and so I think that's where that's going and I mean I hope to like you know then eventually I'll hopefully teach a few classes here and there i don't know if it's at that studio or what how they do that after you get a certification um but if not like you can do your own events like i could hold like an event like that at the beach and all that kind of thing so like i would love to try that like that's you know like sunrise and do all that kind of that whole thing and then i don't know then maybe like farther down the road i mean i know there's people that do retreats to different all kinds of places around the world so maybe the long-term goal is like I don't know, link up with someone and do something like that, you know, and have a group of like women or whoever want to come and I don't know, relax at some paradise like place and then just do some yoga. <laughs> yes. I love that. Well, you like, I have friends who I know that have like hired a yoga teacher to like lead their bachelorette weekend or something. Mm-hmm. Like oh that. yeah. Like that. Yeah. Just like a little like side gig and then see if it becomes the full gig. I don't know, you know, just see what happens. I can see that just like pairing so well with your interests too, because you are interested in like, you know, psychology and like just building people up and, and like that mentorship side of things. And I was thinking about it, like this is kind of, I feel like this is, it's a reoccurring theme that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Like physical things that are challenging and, um, part of like a group too. I, I like that kind of group mentality type of thing. Like you just get to know all kinds of people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was that? Like whenever you were, cause you were a, like a bikini competitor, like a bodybuilding bikini competitor. Yeah. How- we, yeah. Back in like was it 2013, 14, I think when I did my competitions, I, I did two. Um, like I did the, like 
the next little level up, it was like the figure. Cause like at the time I was like, I'm not sticking my butt out, you know, even though my butt was still out, like, like, like a bikini person. Like I was like, uh, like I'm going to be a little tougher than that. Like, I was so like trying to be all cool and macho and stuff like that in a way. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, well, yeah, cause that was a long time ago. Yeah. But during that, like, it was very good. Like it def- that helped me with my confidence, which is kind of like getting comfortable in the gym, but also at the time, like what I think a lot of people that were in that environment now, some of the like eating habits that were developed were not good. Cause like a lot of people were just like, all right, eat rice, chicken, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And that's not, not healthy. Like at all. Like I'm like, I remember after one competition, I literally gained 15 pounds in like two days just cause like all the water weight blew up. Cause you just, you know, you come home and you're gorge and all that kind of stuff. And it just, it wasn't, that part wasn't good. Like, and then just knowing more about like the female body and your whole cycle and how important that is. Like that was messing with all kinds of stuff and the hormones. And then I'm like, even though like I was working out and having fun out, like I looked great, but like at the time there were times I would come home from workout and just cry for no reason. And you would think, Oh, you'd be like on that high, but no, like, cause everything was getting all kinds of crazy, like in your body. And, and, you know, with women, you, you really don't want to mess with all that kind of up and down stuff too. Um, but yeah, so like it was a fun time, but then it was actually like very unhealthy that like a lot of the times you don't see that behind the scene kind of thing of like what all goes into that. But, but even like doing that is still like, I had like a good community within some of the friends I made during that time and, and stuff. But then like, once we kind of got away from the competition stuff, like it was a lot better, but I still like carried that, like, I guess, motivation to stay in the gym and, you know, care about your health because of that. But not everything in that first beginning stage was always healthy from where I started. Totally. I think, feel like that's just another perfect example of like, you know, you're trying to live a life that feels as good as it looks on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah. That looked like, I remember <laughs> seeing those pictures pop up on like Facebook back in the day. And, you know, people are like, Lauren Casinger, like what the heck? Like who is this girl with your tan and your sparkles? And <laughs> you were huge though, like your muscles, like oh yeah, like they they got like so big, and I was like oh, like I, I mean I've kept like a lean figure now, but like I mean they're not like that big anymore, and it's like that because like that was like. And was doing a lot of like intense training, eating a lot of food. Like it was just so much. Now I think back, I'm like, how was I even able to eat, eat all that stuff? But I don't know. Yeah. But it was, it was fun. It was good. Like, I'm just glad I can say, Hey, like I did it like check, you know, kind of thing. Like, you know, kind of another thing out of your comfort zone and, and stuff like that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've like, you've been doing that for like, I feel like you've been on this journey for like however many years now of just continuously like stepping outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. 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 And it, and it always happens like randomly too. I'm just like, Oh, we're going to try this. And then I just kind of go in that direction. Like there's not really any prep to it. I'm just, I'm just like, all right, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll see what this yoga thing, but yeah, well, I mean, I'm hoping it works out, but so far, like I'm loving it and hopefully it leads to where I would like it to lead, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Yeah. Is there any advice or like any guidance that maybe I can like provide for you as you're just kind of making this transition and like kind of moving in this direction? I think maybe. Okay. Cause like, obviously, you know, you, you used to be married too, and I used to be married. So I feel like even since then too, 
for a little bit. And then like I dated someone a little bit like last year, but then I like we ended that and I was like, yeah. So I guess like sometimes I feel like when I'm trying to start these new things, it's like, you know, I mean, everyone's human, you know, you want that compatibility or someone sometimes, but then there's sometimes that I'm like, I don't, cause sometimes I feel like when I get into a relationship or like want that, I feel like it like sound really like weird, but like dims like my shine and my like motivation kind of thing. Like, cause you are having, I guess maybe a lot of the energy go towards that. But I I've been feeling lately, like, I think I'm very like satisfied where I'm at, where like, I'm not with anybody. Like, this is what I want to focus on. But then like coming from a little bit of that church background of like, they're like, you know, you got to be married or, you know, everyone's just be like, Oh, when are you get married? And also I feel like it's the age to, you know, like they're like, Oh, you're going to get married. Or the other day I was getting my nails done. The, the, the lady was like, Oh, Oh, you, you married. You going to have another kid. I was like, no, just this one. Like, I'm divorced. like, I don't know. Just, I guess what I'm, I guess I'm trying to say, like, how have like you navigated or like, what's a good advice on like coming from, I guess, even like a culture that was very like, you know, marriage, marriage, marriage. But then I'm also kind of choosing not like success necessarily, but like, but pursuing my dreams. And, but, but sometimes I feel like it's almost out of place if you're a woman and you're not pursuing that marriage life. Cause I don't think I want, I don't know if I want that again. Like I'm kind of a weird tutor taught, but also like I'm very happy where I'm at. If that, I don't know if that, any of that made sense, but like yeah. just because I know you had like have a little bit of that background too, like from the church stuff. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And it is interesting. Cause there's like two parts of it. Like one part is like, that is a part of the culture. And mm-hmm. so they like naturally are going to like, hope that for you and like recognize yeah. that for you and like try to find you a nice Christian man like yeah. uh, you know um but I do think that like it's really interesting hearing you say that you've you've just noticed that like when I get in a relationship I kind of feel like it dims a little bit of like my shine yeah so you said that and I I'm wondering if that's like um a byproduct of like kind of morphing more into like who you think that person mm-hmm. wants you to be like what do you yeah. think about that oh I, I like how you said that yeah Cause, or yeah because then you kind of put that energy into like pleasing them I think maybe that people please are like slow it, it's still in there deep you know I mean it's not as loud as she used to be but like but like but I think in relationships too because you know it's also like anything like you have to have that you know compromising type thing like when you're with someone too you, you know it can't always be like your way or the highway like you have to work together and sometimes I feel like that's a little hard to, to like when you're like kind of going towards certain things where you're like hey like I can't put a lot of time into this or I don't know like I guess maybe my priorities are more towards achieving certain things than building like a relationship but I think I'm tr- but also I think I've, like I mean I've had like certain family members basically make me feel like I'm not like worth anything unless I'm like dating someone or whatever. Like they don't trust like what I'm doing unless I'm like in a, in a relationship or married or they're like, well, you don't have that support, but I'm like, but I can be my support. Like, you know, you can, I'm just because I'm not married doesn't mean I can't accomplish what I want to do or try new things or take risks and all that kind of stuff. Like I don't like, I don't 
you know, I'm not trying to be like, but I don't need like a man to be like, you know, to give me value kind of thing. And I think, cause I was in that culture a little bit where I kind of felt like that, but also I'm not really someone, even though like I am like, like a shy person kind of gets to know, but like, I'm also not afraid to kind of like say my views a little bit and be like, I don't really agree with like, you know, the man's ahead of the household. Like, I don't think, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm putting too many views out there. Maybe I need to like, like calm down a little bit, but like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm in that part where I think I'm happy where I'm at, but I think I'm happy because I'm, I feel like me. I feel like I know who I am and I feel like I don't want, I just don't want to go in a path where I dim that. But also I'm sure that's, you know, if you ever find that right person, that's kind of the same too. I, I mean, I'm sure obviously that's a factor into it too, but I don't I, like, I don't know. Like what if, well, I don't know. And this is just what if talking, but like, you know, what if I do go down the road of not marrying or dating like again, and just doing, doing whatever, just being a little yogi around the world. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's like so important to, to, yeah, just like remember that there's, well, one, there's so many people who are married and are miserable. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, they, or they get married because they think that's, you know, the norm or what they're mm -hmm. supposed to do. And it's like, I mean, if that is your highest value, I think like what a lot of this comes down to is kind of like a ranking of your values. Mm. And so it's, yeah. it's not that you don't have a desire maybe someday to, you know, if the stars align and you meet the right person and it's like great to do that, yeah. it's not that you're not interested or open to that, but that that is not like your number one priority. Yeah. And like you, I mean, you know this better than me because you're in it, but like you also have to be like a little bit more selective and mindful of like who you bring into your life because you've got like this little baby with you. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I always like make, I make jokes too. Cause like my, my son and I, like we co-sleep and all that kind of stuff. And then also like my dog sleep on my bed. And I'm like, <laughs> if I was to ever get married, who would even be able to fit in my bed? Because it's already full. Like it's already full. And maybe, maybe that's just a good sign to be like, all right, there's no room for any of that yet. Like, you know, and, but yeah, no, but I, I think just like with being this eight, like, you know, the 30 age, you know, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I feel old. I mean, I felt old the other day. This, um, my best friend, her daughter, she's seven. And they were teaching me how to play like video games of how these kids play these days. And I was like, wait, how do you jump? How do you do this? I like, I had no clue like what I was doing. I was like, you know, the last time I played video games was when the PS2 came out and they're like, what? Like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm dating myself. But, but anyway, sorry, random, random tangent, oh, I'm feeling old. but like, but 30 really isn't old, but like, I feel like maybe, I mean, it's, I feel like it's still shifting, like just even like in the world, like 30, like if you're not married and 30, like you're going to be okay. Like, you know, and, and, you know, and then just kind of being in that really Christianity, Christianity culture where I feel like they're trying to, you know, like pursue, have you pursue that kind of thing. But I think it's okay not to pursue that too, just because there's so much out there in the world that you can do instead of, being a little housewife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can be like 45 and meet someone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then and like, there's no, I feel like the timeline thing can like trip us up sometimes. Cause yeah. yeah. You like start to feel older and stuff or like, especially, especially in like the, like 
in the church culture, mm-hmm. people get married so young. So yes. it yeah. makes you feel like extra old. Cause you're like, you know, like I was 22 when I like mm-hmm. got married and then like, um, that was the norm. But now like a lot of my friends who aren't a part of Christian culture, they're like, who gets married when they're 22? And I'm like, all yeah. my friends did. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Cause I think I was, was I 24? Yeah. It wasn't, I, mean, I wasn't far off. And we, I mean, we got married fat, even when I got married, we got married like within, we weren't even dating a year when we got married. Like it was just like very, very fast, but yeah, no. And I, I don't know. And I, I think it's just like not letting other people's opinions or just kind of like the idea flood what, what you really are meant to do and stuff, not compare that kind of thing too. And but I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're a very successful young lady and you're not, you know, married or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. And so it's like, you know, you can do it, you know, you don't have to be in unity with another, I guess. Totally. It, it, it causes distraction for sure. Cause you do like mm-hmm. when you commit to being in a relationship of any kind, like you it, it does take time and energy. And so yeah. like, such like there is that exchange there. Yeah. I have a question for you. Cause I feel like there's this theme of like in so many different like topics and, and like mm-hmm. realms of your life, people like people have got their opinions. Like people have so many opinions about like what you're doing, why you're doing it, how you're doing it. Like, yeah. um, and I guess like I hear you talk and I hear you say like these amazing things about how you're like, I know that ultimately I have to do what's best for me. And like, I have to trust Mm -hmm. like my, um, like my knowledge and like my understanding of what to do. Um, I guess my question for you is like, how do you get to that place where you, you do like trust yourself and like, yes, you're still, we all still second guess a little bit. Yeah. How do you get to a place where you do like trust your judgment? Um, I think it's been like slow practice with that kind of too. Um, and a lot of times when I've made decisions, I mean, obviously it's always, I feel like it's upset people, but I mean, I feel like that came from learning, like learning what my own voice was. It took a long time. Like, I feel like not until maybe, 28 29 when I started to kind of start feeling that sense of self and and then really I feel like this first year of being in 30 like I'm finally learning to listen to and a little bit voice it more but I think a lot of that why it took me so long was like how I grew up in my childhood like it was a very chaotic like like my parents didn't get along at all and then they divorced and then they still hated each other for a long, 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 long time. And then, but also a lot of the themes within that, there was a lot of just not good, healthy, emotional parenting or like, or parent, our parents like teaching me how to know who I am in voice. It was more like, this is what we think you should do then, you know, and if you don't, then you're doing it wrong kind of thing. Like, um, even with the decisions of, going and try I attempted to do engineering the first time I went to school but like I learned I very quickly I wasn't because you wanted to be so I just remembered this you wanted to be a roller coaster engineer oh <laughs> I remember talking about that okay for those of you listening Lauren and I went to high school together uh I remember you sharing that at the lunch table like at the old high school I just like that's like core memory for me that you like <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, no, because I was like obsessed with like, and I general, general, oh my gosh, I can't talk, but I really did want to like do that and become like a Disney engineer and all that kind of stuff because I thought it was so cool. But, but then once I got to engineer school, I learned very quickly I wasn't as good as math that I was supposed to, but also I feel like I chose to do that too because it was a career that made money and that was secure because that's what I was taught in childhood. So even though like deep down, I wish I could have done something like on a more with dance or something like that. Um, but like that, none of that kind of stuff was ever encouraged. Um, but also like that, that's a whole other story with the whole, the whole parenting and all them and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. So like a lot of my life, I was just very, I I was directed in a lot of way of like what would please my parents and what they believed I should do. And so all that growing up, it, I didn't know what my opinions or feelings, how they mattered or, or even if they were even like real in in a sense, um, because if I had something that was against the grain, that was bad, that was wrong. Like you don't know what you're doing and all this kind of stuff. There was no kind of taught of like, Hey, believe in yourself and Hey, you're an individual. Um, if this is what you like, this is what you should, you know, pursue. It was like, Nope, this is not what would make money or make you secure. Then, you know, you don't, don't do it. Um, and so I felt like even just that as a core learning, I don't know, like core, um, develop learning development about myself. Then it took a while. Once I started making these changes to trust myself because of like, cause still when that's so deeply ingrained in you, it's very hard to undo that because you still have that voice of like your parents saying like, that's not good enough. Like you shouldn't do that. And, you know, and even like if I was doing little changes, like I would never tell anyone or that I'm doing this or wanting to do that. Um, just because I didn't want that backlash of, Hey, that's not, you know, that's not right. And all that kind of thing. Um, even though there's really no really right or wrong with that, it's, you know, about doing what, you know, you're made to do and all that kind of stuff. And, um, but yeah, so then I guess like over time, it really hasn't been since these past like three years really started listening to it. And I think a lot of it also came with like when I got divorced myself, because even with my divorce, um, me and my son's dad, like we actually do get along very well. You know, there was a few bumps in the road, but like a lot of people said I should do this, 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 which I believed were a lot of negative things to do, but I was like, no, I don't feel like that's best for like our son and like our relationship. And so like making the learning to make those decisions that I felt was best and kind of taking charge in that role of, okay, I'm going to do what I want, feel like is most healthy. It turned out in the long run, like not like I was right, but it was the right decision and stuff. And so I think even just having that experience and making those kind of generational changes of, I'm not going to follow the way my parents divorced into this. And like, you can have a healthy co-parenting relationship with somebody and where it's good for you, your, your former, former husband and your um, child, like it can be a healthy environment and stuff. And so I think that was the main leap of really starting to trust like, Hey, like I am making the right decisions because I'm seeing these outcomes in my own, own life and stuff. And I, then now like, okay, I've done that kind of part navigating it with a co-parent. Now I'm going to start trying to make those changes and trust myself for what I know I want to achieve now. And that kind of thing. Yeah. That's like, you have the evidence, like that's your data Mm -hmm. that shows that I can trust myself because yeah. I did this and it was hard and scary, but mm-hmm. 
I was like my gut and like my heart were like in the right place. Like my intuition knew what she was saying to me. And now like, it's, it's almost, I imagine it like you develop this scrapbook of Mm -hmm. moments that you can look back on and you're like, yes, I am trustworthy. Like, yes, I am brave. Mm -hmm. I am smart. Like I know what to do. Um, And like, yeah, they're just like all these, it's like snapshots of moments where you showed up for yourself. Yeah. Or even like, you know, the stuff, even at certain times you kind of felt like it was right. And maybe it turned out not as good. Like those aren't, they may seem like failures, but they're not failures. You're, they're just another learning experience. You're like, all right, well, this is how we're going to do it better in the future. So like even the times when I was learning how to trust myself, cause you know, you're not going to be perfect even when you are, you know, following your voice too, but just learning to be like, oops, okay. Like that was a mistake. We're going to keep going and not like dwell on it. Like I can never make a decision again. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is, this is so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are there any like barriers that you feel like you're experiencing right now? Mm, I would say, mm, I guess not, not other ones I can like think of other than just like some of the people, like just the loss of like, I think I already stated that I'm trying to think what other little barriers. Um, I feel like for a little bit, maybe I was having a little bit like financial barriers because even like with speaking of like, you know, not listening to myself, like I was making certain decisions, which I mean, were good at the time, but also like, I was still trying to create that like other life of like, I mean, I'm not saying buying a house is bad or anything like that, but like making some of those decisions that the older generation think is what you should do at your life at 30 or whatever. But like, there's nothing wrong with like renting, you know, at 30 years old or whatever, um, and stuff that, that is better for your lifestyle. Um, and so I think just, not like, cause it's not like I'm going to, I don't think backwards, but like just not being afraid to, oh, I lost my thought. Um, just, I guess to, I guess make those changes. I'm trying to think I was going to say something else. Now I lost it. Oh, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's like, there is this almost this like the American dream of mm-hmm. like our parents' generation. It is, it is very system, uh, systematic. Like yeah, you get married, you like, start a family you get a house you start a family family yeah you're in your you're in your job and all that kind of stuff and even though I was like doing that and like when I bought my house I was still in the military but when I did get out I um obviously like I'm not making like what I did in the military but I'm it's so worth it for like my mental health and all that kind of stuff and just owning my time a little bit more and not just being told when I gotta be somewhere and just that whole other mental stress that comes along with all that but also that doesn't necessarily like this change, like having a house doesn't really fit in like say with the financial, like, cause for a little bit, I noticed it was starting to kind of create a barrier with like, okay, like I really want to travel and do all this other stuff or like get, you know, the yoga certification. I'm like, all right, I can't add all that stuff in there. Cause I also kind of have this financial barrier of keeping up with this lifestyle that fit a different time. And so I think that's important to to change, to change that too, because before it comes like too much or, you know, kind of thing. And, and so that's like, and also that's always been like a goal before, like just to be a little bit more financially free. But now that I'm doing that and letting go of like another chapter, you know, like selling my house that it's going to open up just another step to 
going and taking on like what I really, really want to do and being able to travel a lot more and stuff and not having like that financial like burden of keeping up with the house and the HOA, you know, and like oh all, the, all the, all the stuff. And then, you know, something breaks or like, oh, I gotta fix it. <laughs> yes. So it really, it sounds like what a lot of this has come down to is that you have really like refined your values and they're mm-hmm. like your values, not other people's values. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, just listen to that. And then I know like for a little bit, when I started making some of these changes or decisions, like, you know, I kind of got in that mom, mom brain, or I'm like, am I not putting my son first? You know, cause like some people are like, I'm not saying it's bad. Like I love, like, I love my son, but also I think it's very important to make sure you're living and giving that example to your children that like, Hey, like go after like what you want in life. And you know, when certain things don't work out, you have to make changes and that's okay. And so like, I think, you know, like he's three and he's probably not gonna remember any of this, but still just like making these steps to being a better mom or a little bit better financially, like is going to teach him a lot in the long run, even though right now he'll, he'll be like, I don't know. It's just my toys. So like he came home and like, so my house for a while looked like, you know, a model house, you know, and he, like first thing he did when he came home for the week, he, I had him in the summer. He's like, my toys, my toys. I'm like, I still have them around the box. So like, as long as you have the kids toys that they don't care, you know, they don't care what you're, you know, making changes for, but, but yeah, but like, as he gets older, like, I just don't want him to grow up seeing, you know, like what I saw a lot in my family was just a lot of that, like financial issues and just that stress because they weren't willing to make certain changes that maybe didn't make other people looking in think, oh, we have this glamorous life when like behind closed doors, it was, you know, not, not healthy. And so I want to make sure I'm showing him that like change, like changes is change, changes are good, especially like if you are, you, you should prioritize going after like your dreams too and and trusting in that yeah for sure and like yeah you get to like you're modeling something so powerful to him that like yeah like it's so important for kids to see their parents be like whole human beings yeah yeah just to be able to model that for him that like yeah like mama has interests like yeah hobbies i have dreams i like Mm -hmm. i'm more than just like a mom just like yeah just your mom yeah and like obviously like you know when it comes to like other things like obviously like i always put him first but also i want him to see that like you know one day he's gonna grow up and not want anything to do with me you know like he's gonna be like i'm gonna go hang out with friends and then if i'm not establishing establishing like my own interests now and like hobbies, like then, then what am I going to do when he does go off and have his own life? Cause that's what, you know, that's what you do when you have kids, you, you, you raise them to grow up and be, you know, hopefully happy, healthy, good, kind human beings. But you know, that's not all that you have to do. You can do other things though. So I think it's healthy to show like, Hey, like you don't just have one role in life too. Like there's other kinds of roles that you can take on as well. Yeah. Hey. I feel like, I think you're killing it, Lauren. Oh, thanks. <laughs> just talk, talk, talking like, like I'm talking to a friend. <laughs> yeah. You know, you are like, I feel like you could write a book about all this. I know that like, oh, that's like a dream. It's, it's coming one day. That is, that's another thing too. That's also another reason why I quit school. Cause I'm like, if I'm going to write these papers that I don't even remember what I wrote, like after I submit that thing, 
why am I not using that time where I'm not, I'm not under a pressure cooker of making sure it's turned in to like actually do what I want to do. I've known I've wanted to write a book since third grade. Like I remember the instance I was in, I think my teacher's name was Miss Carter. And I remember we were doing like stations around the classroom and I was in the cushion station where you read your book. And I remember reading, I was re- reading the book series of unfortunate events, which actually has a lot of like so dark depressing themes i've I'm, I'm noticed that I, I remember just reading it and loving it i'm like i'm gonna write a book one day like i just knew right i i remember that as like my first really big like core core memory and i've put it off like i mean i've journaled and known all that but like i put it off for so long and but now i'm like i'm clearing a lot of stuff that's taking up my time that like i really i don't want to do so now i feel like i'm going to get into that and finally like actually start putting it all together. Cause I mean, I have like journals that like, I'm going to use stuff to add into there, but we'll see. We'll see. It's getting, it's a, it's a process, but now I feel like I'm getting to that spot where like, all right, Lauren, and you know, my computer broke, that wasn't really working good. So it's just a sign. Like I'm going to have an updated computer that like I can figure out where the same files are. Like it just, it's all... <laughs> well, Lemony Snicket, he just gets you with the inspiration. Yes, he does. He does. <laughs> just the three children just going through despair. He just tugs on the heartstrings a little bit. And you're like, this is it. This is, I love this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, how are you feeling? No, I feel good. Like, this, this is exciting. This is fun. And yeah, no, I feel good. <laughs> you should. I think more often. <laughs> I know. I love this. So I, I love just like hearing your story and hearing your thought processes. Like, I don't know if you realize it, but just me listening to you, like, I feel like you, like, you know, exactly what you want and like, mm-hmm. where you want to go and you have all of the right, like the mindsets around me. Yeah. just like making sure I don't go back into like doing anything that is distracting. Like, it's not a bad thing, but like is distracting. That's taking me away from like my like core core dreams and that kind of thing. Yeah. It's something that sometimes I have people do is, um, I'll like send you this worksheet just in case you like want to do it. Um, yeah. I'm like a really visual person, but yeah. it, it's like, a it's a bullseye and mm-hmm. divided up into like four quadrants. Yeah. Um, and one is like health. Um, one is relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is, work or like occupation and then yeah. one um can't think of oh a leisure so just mm-hmm. like whatever you do for fun but yeah. you you use this worksheet to kind of identify like what are my like most important values within those categories of my life mm-hmm. and like you get you follow the instructions on the worksheet and it has you basically show like where you like, you know what your values are, but like, where are they currently falling in like the way that you're like executing your life? Yeah. And like, if there's any things that you can like shift around so that like, oh, this one that actually is really important to me, I can like implement it a little bit more into my life. Mm-hmm. And like what kind of things can shift around? I think it's like a yeah. visual, but I think like, you know, you know what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I, I think I'm, entering that stage of like, okay, things are going to start getting executed is what I'm hoping to. Like, I know sometimes a problem with me that I've like learned over time. Sometimes I get 
too excited about too many things all at once. And then I'm like, I can do it all. Even if it's like all good. And I'm like, no, okay. Like I'm going to just focus on this yoga thing, which I kind of like how it's only like every other weekend and, and just for those four months. So I feel like it's a little bit within my like attention span, but like, Hey, I can't accomplish this and then move on to the next stage of it. Um, where I think when things are too long, like you know, maybe like school, like it just, it's just like, I lose just that mo Like, I guess that endurance to keep going through it, but also when it's not really maybe my main priority and it's probably a sign too, but yeah, I know a lot of it just like, all right, don't try to like do everything all at once. Like, all right, let's accomplish one thing and then move on to the next. So sometimes I, just, I get too, too excited. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go dive in and do, I don't know, be, I don't know whatever, whatever I, you know, whatever I decide to do. <laughs> Dude, you're like, you're singing my song. I, <laughs> at any given time, I have like 700 projects that I want to do. It's 700 goals I'm yeah. trying to do. And then I'm like, okay, wait, yeah, let's dial it back. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm yeah. The same way. I'm like, all right, let's at least complete one. Can we do that? Like, because <laughs> okay. This is something that I think about sometimes like, okay. If you have like a, your your stove, your like oven, um, or yeah, your stove and you're making like, um, maybe you're making spaghetti. So mm -hmm. like in the front, you're, you know, cooking the meat and yeah. then on the back burner, you're like boiling your water for the pasta. Yeah. And like, even though the back burner isn't like your main focus at that moment, it still is like using energy, like yeah. it's using energy from the the stove yeah. and it's like that with our life too like if we have too many things like mm -hmm. going on at the same time like that aren't finished like that too many things in progress at the same time yeah. we don't realize how much energy like they're all like cumulatively like taking using yeah no that, that's that's a good way to put that yeah because then sometimes I'm like I just don't have then at the end you kind of that's when you get burnt out because it your your energy is gone basically from doing all the things at once yeah uh, and, then, and then you're like all right let's and then you kind of recoup you kind of isolate and you're just kind of like you know stay to yourself and then after that you're like all right let's try it again and then you're like it's, sometimes it's a cycle with me like that like I, I I'm very guilty of doing that totally or like you know you're when you're doing so many things at once, you end up kind of like unintentionally, like half-assing all of them yeah. all at once. And yeah. then you accomplish one, but you're like, dang, how much better could that better. have been if I could have like given it my all? Yeah. And and I guess like that thing when you think like, do you want quantity or quality of it? And you got like, but quality is going to mean, all right, you got to like limit, limit it to like one or two things, not like eight things over here when you're like, all right, it's, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, gosh, the, like one last thing I wanted to encourage you with, I was just thinking about kind of like how we started and how, yeah. you know, one, one piece of that is just feeling like maybe some people like in your life don't approve of like the direction you're going or like the decisions you're making. And, um, I just wanted to encourage you that like a lot of times when people, disapprove of our decisions it's mm -hmm. because they're like projecting their own fears on yeah. it so like you know maybe some people that would be making the decision that you made would be really scary to them yeah. or it would make them feel unstable or insecure or something and so yeah. they assume that that's going to bring that to you too mm -hmm. and so yeah I just wanted to say that that like I 
Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, like with that too, like their reaction to it is also like a reflection of like where their heart's at with certain things and you know, and, and also, you know, and if they're, if they are a little bit more intuitive with themselves, maybe they can look at that reaction and be like, Oh, okay. Like why, why am I reacting that way? And and then try to make that change. But you know, you, you can't force anyone to do that. But like, even sometimes if I have a certain feeling about something like that, I'm like, Oh, okay. I need to like, kind of like heart check myself a little bit. Like, all right. Like, why, why do I feel uncomfortable with that? Or like, you know, why, why is that making me feel a certain way too? I think it's very important to try if you can if you are at that point to do that, like inner reflection when you do feel like that too. Yeah, for sure. Like, Ooh, why, why are Lauren's decisions kind of triggering me? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just kind of exploring that and like, mm-hmm. yeah, just knowing that, you know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes we do just have to like walk our own path, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like at your core of who you are, like you are still, you're Lauren, like, yeah. Yeah. And hopefully people will like see that in you. Yeah. And I think not... you're so brave. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I try. I'm, I'm, I'm scared sometimes, but well, you know, how it does. well, that's what, like, that's what being brave is, right? It's like mm-hmm. doing stuff when you're scared. Like yeah. if you did it, if you, if you only like waited until you were calm about something, it's really yeah. like even that brave. <laughs> yeah. And I think also like with that too, of like, having courage and being brave you there it doesn't mean that there's a lot like there isn't fear in there it just means that you're not choosing the fear of it and you're choosing you know to move past the fear and i think that's important to know too like there's there's fear in there but you're not you're not choosing it and i think that's very powerful to not choose fear yeah i think you're killing it Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm rooting for you. I can't wait to like read your book someday and have you sign, sign a copy for me. Yeah. So I'll like sign you a personal copy, be like, it's all started with our, with our, our podcast meeting or. <laughs> oh no, this is started way before this. You, you, are, you, um, this is like been your story that you've been writing for so long. Yeah. I just, like watch a little glimpse of it. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this coaching episode as much as I did. If you haven't listened to episode number 41 yet, that is another coaching episode that takes a little bit more of a business coaching approach. If you like the show, would you consider leaving me a review or a rating? Just like on Instagram and social media platforms, podcasts have an algorithm of their own. And so when you comment or when you leave a rating on a show, it really helps others find it as well. Thank you so much for listening to the Evergreen Thinking Podcast. To get further connected with me or take your exploration to the next level, visit the show notes at evergreenthinkingpod.com or find me on Instagram at evergreenthinkingpod.com.